Welcome to the Checkpoint Charlie podcast. I'm your host, Charlie James. Please download, subscribe, like all of those good things that you love to do to podcast. And while you're at that, make sure you tune in to News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas, weekdays 3 to 7 for the Charlie James show. I would certainly appreciate that as well. There's a, a sort of a modern day parable about sheep, and it goes like this. There was a flock of sheep who were being attacked by wolves. Now, these sheep were being protected by a dog, but the dog was greatly outnumbered by the wolves, so the dog could not stop every attack. Well, one day, one of the leaders of the sheep noticed something, and he said, you know what the real problem is? The wolves have teeth. The wolves are killing us with their teeth, so therefore, teeth are bad. To which all of the sheep all got together and said, oh yeah, definitely, the teeth are the bad thing. And then one of them noticed, one of them said, but, but, but the dog also has teeth. So the flock of sheep decided that they were going to ban the dog because the dog had teeth. And then one of them observed, we also have teeth. So they all got together and they decided they were going to remove their own teeth because teeth were the problem. So now without teeth, without the guard dog, the killing continued in even greater numbers than before. That's exactly what's going on today. It is exactly what's going on in our society today. We have criminals running around with guns, using them indiscriminately. Just take a look at what's going on in Chicago on a weekly basis. As I record this, it is September the 10th. In Chicago, this month alone, 16 people have been shot and killed. 71 people have been shot and wounded. Total shot, 87. Total homicides, 17. This summer, 194 people shot and killed. Shot and wounded, 908. Total shot, 1,102. Total homicides, 218. Year to date in Chicago, shot and killed, 416. Shot and wounded, 1,770. Total shot, 2,186. Total homicides, 459. And folks, I will guarantee you not one member, not one person, who was involved in one of those shootings as the, as the criminal is an NRA member. I will almost promise you that. Well, in New, Mex New Mexico, they're having a pretty big problem with crime as well. Last year in New Mexico, they had one th I'm sorry, 16,666 violent crimes. That's a lot of crime. So how does the governor of New Mexico handle the situation. Well, Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham recently said this. On any street corner in too many cities in New Mexico, there is someone with a gun sticking out of their waist or their belt. And I'll tell you, if you're, if you're a young person, you're not allowed to have a handgun. Well, it's a crime already. I got it. But we won't be able to arrest all of them. So imagine, just in, 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 a, in a perfect world, if this was upheld, 
it gives all of these police officers the ability to focus on the real criminals. Last follow-up. Yeah. You took but oath. your point is valid. You took an oath to the Constitution. Isn't it unconstitutional to say you cannot exercise your, your carry license? With one exception. And that is, if there's an emergency, and I've declared an emergency for a temporary amount of time, I can invoke additional powers. No constitutional right, in my view, including my oath, is intended to be absolute. There are restrictions on free speech. There are restrictions on my freedoms. No constitutional right is absolute. That is what the governor of New Mexico just said. Because what she wanted to do was basically do away with your right to protect yourself with a firearm in New Mexico. That is what this governor wanted. And when it was pointed out that she was violating the Constitution, did she take it back? No, of course not. She wanted to double down by saying that no constitutional right is absolute. Well, the New Mexico Bill of Rights, listen to this. The New Mexico Bill of Rights guarantees the right to keep and bear arms for security, defense, and all other lawful purposes. Under the New Mexico Civil Rights Act, signed into law by that governor, a person whose rights under the Bill of Rights are violated may sue to recover for damages and object and obtain injunctive relief. Damages may be awarded for up to $2 million per person whose rights were violated. And that is what she wants to do. She wants to violate the rights of law-abiding New Mexicans. She wants to take, she already admitted that in, in, in city streets all over New Mexico, there were young people with guns in their waistbands. And what this woman wanted to do was take away your right to protect yourself from them. She wanted the sheep to give up their teeth. But that's just the way these folks are. It's just the way the liberals are in this country. They don't want you to have rights guaranteed. No, of course not. They don't want you to have freedom of speech. They certainly don't want you to have freedom of religion. Freedom of the press, throw that out the window. But when it comes to the Second Amendment, there is no greater right that you have that really gets under their skin. That's the one they every single day fight so hard to take away from you, your right to protect yourself. If that were, if any of this were, were manageable in New Mexico, why then did last year they have 16,666 violent crimes? Listen, if I'm living in a state with that many violent crimes, you'd bet your boots I'm going to be arming myself, and everybody should. We as American citizens should and, and absolutely have the right to protect ourselves, our home, and our loved ones. But these people want that right to be taken away from you. In fact, they want all of your rights to be taken away from you. They could care less. Now, this is the governor of New Mexico. She doesn't have to worry about violent crime. 
She doesn't. She's got a security detail that goes with her everywhere she goes. And guess what? They are armed. Those people have guns. And this is a woman who swore an oath to the Constitution. And I do believe if I was listening to that clip correctly, she said that even her oath was not absolute. Well, she may take her oath to the Constitution, likely, but I know a lot of you people out there that are listening right now, you don't take the Constitutional lightly. You respect the Constitution, even though you have, for office, never sworn an oath to it. But these people that swear oaths to the Constitution, they seem to be the ones that really want to do away with it the most. The governor of New Mexico knows she has stepped in it, and the Democrats know she has stepped in it. In fact, the Democrats know that this is such a big stepping in a pile of poo that they have actually rallied the troops. Now, I want you to listen to two different text messages here. One is from David Hogg. That's right, David Hogg, well-known anti-gun activist radical. This is what he says. David Hogg from his Twitter page. I support gun safety, but there is no such thing as a state public health emergency exception to the U.S. Constitution. Hmm, that sounds interesting, David Hogg. Wonder why you would come out with a statement like that. Because again, David Hogg knows that this is an issue that is going to seriously rally people for the conservative side. Ted Lieu said this. I support gun safety laws. However, this order from the governor of New Mexico violates the U.S. Constitution. No state in the union can suspend the federal constitution. There is no such thing as a state public health emergency exception to the U.S. Constitution. That last phrase was also used by David Hogg. That last phrase is being used by Democrats On Twitter, because again, they know how big and important this issue is. They know that this is a hot button issue for a lot of conservatives out there. And if you think that that these Democrats, if you think David Hogg and Ted Lieu don't actually agree with Governor Grisham in New Mexico. Oh, I got a whole lot of swampland I'd like to sell you because they do agree. The only only thing is. They didn't come out and say it. They didn't come out and say that they would like to have the United States Constitution and the Second Amendment suspended because of a public health emergency, at least not yet. Now, we know that the World Health Organization has considered gun crime, a so-called gun crime, I used air quotes there, so-called gun crime, a health emergency, and they would love to have the Second Amendment suspended. But fortunately, they don't get to make the rules here in the United States of America. As much as they would love to, they still don't uh, have the opportunity to do that. But like I said, even Democrats are now coming along and they're having, I I can just imagine them choking as they type that on their Twitter. Because you know they want your rights taken away from you. Because they know, they know in their heart of hearts 
that the average law-abiding citizen who has a firearm is of no threat to society. They are no threat to their fellow citizens. They really aren't. In fact, they help things. I always say the people that are against the Second Amendment uh, should put a sign out in front of their homes that says, this is a gun-free home. Do you think they do that? No. They want every home to be a gun-free home. They don't mind if the, if the bad guys out there are running around with guns sticking out of their waistbands. I mean, if they did, they would do something about it. If they did, they would fund police. If they did, they would actually enforce the gun laws that we have on the books. But did you know if some, let's just say somebody robs a, um, a, a 7-Eleven and they get, um, they get uh, charged with robbery, okay? Do you know the first charge they usually throw out in a case when they're, when they're pleading these things down, because that's what really what the courts wants to want to do. They really want these cases uh, to be uh, to, to, to be pleaded down. And, and so they don't spend a whole lot of court time. One of the first crimes they always drop is the gun charge. There was a kid that was walk. I'm not I'm not even joking about this. He was walking down the street in North Charleston. He had an AR-15 stuck down inside his pants. He was only 16 years old. He was 16 or 17. He was certainly was under 21, I know that. Had, had the gun in his pants. And he was wanted on another crime. So they pulled this kid. Oh, you want to know what the crime was? Want to know what the crime was? He held a gun to a kid's head and pulled the trigger six times. Thankfully, that gun did not fire. But he had a warrant out for his arrest. So he had this gun when the police picked him up down his pants. Illegal gun. He was not supposed to have it. First charge they dropped was the gun charge. That was the first charge they dropped. What happened to that kid? Well, one night, he and a friend and two girls went out wilding. And for no reason whatsoever, they murdered a bartender in North Charleston murdered him because they were out to do a lick, one of the young ladies they were with said. Now, just think, if this kid had actually gone to jail for these gun charges, maybe that bartender would be alive today. Maybe his family wouldn't be visiting the grave. But these stories happen time and time again. How many times do you see repeat offenders? That's really the big problem in this country is the amount of, of repeat offenders that we have. Because now you don't even have, to, I mean, you don't even get a slap on the wrist anymore. You just go in, you sign your name. Once you get picked up for a crime, you go in, you sign your name, no bond, and you're out, you're off, into the wind. Now you promise to come back, for your court date, right? Oh, yeah, I promise I'll be there. Look for me. That's why Democrat-controlled cities are absolute hellholes. Perfect uh, example right here near the upstate, Asheville. Look at how Asheville is. They are absolutely swimming in criminal activity. Their police force cannot keep up. Because why? Because they wanted to defund them. 
So they want to take away your right to protect yourself, and they want to take away the police force as well. Well, who's going to stand up for us? It's certainly not the Democrats, and it's certainly not certain members in our state legislature. We should have, here in South Carolina, one of supposedly the most ruby-red states in the nation, we should have constitutional carry. But we don't have that. Maybe we'll get it this session. Who knows? But as long as we've got senators like um, uh, Penry Gustafson and Sandy Sin, there's always going to be a battle. Always going to be a battle. Why is it that we always have to fight for our God-given rights and those rights guaranteed to us by the United States Constitution? This is Checkpoint Charlie.